and that was a turn one seventy nine science victory. Shut up, dude! Get- <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So uh, save math. Save math. <laughs> Everybody and welcome to another episode of the Civ Show podcast, where we suck so you don't have to. I'm your host, Moisas, raising Zozo, and Astagmus, and we have special guests, uh, Princess Bubblegum, no Peppermint Butler, here today Princess with Bubblegum. Us. Princess Bubblegum, how's it going, buddy? It's going great. Thank you for having me. How are you guys doing? Ah, uh, we're doing okay. We're a little jealous over here, though. I think we're a little jealous. You know, you got this little like purple check mark recently. You know, I don't know what's mm-hmm. up with that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, cartel connections possibly. <sighs> we're thinking Illuminati is an, another distinct possibility. You I'm, know, t- I'm legally not uh, allowed to say, but I, that's all I'll say. His secret is that he somehow uh, combined the hot tub meta into. Uh, Oh, the hot tub meta. Dude, yes. Hot tub meta. Here's a secret. Here's a secret. Hot tub playing Minecraft (gasps) while reviewing (laughs) YouTube reaction videos. That will get you there in no time. (laughs) Absolutely no time. Take it from a Twitch partner. (laughs) I can't. I can't bash YouTube reaction videos anymore because I make them myself. <laughs> no, 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 you, you, no, you have, I mean, you have to react to YouTube videos, you know, you know, like the, you laugh, you lose. Uh, yes, I react to civilization six updates that are on YouTube. Yeah, I know. They're good. I watch them. You, you laugh, you partner. <laughs> okay. The- I laugh, I partner. That's a good one. I should type. Okay. New video. I laugh, I partner. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Write that down. Let's talk about the, our, our recent games peppermint butler we had a few games a couple of games that both ended in one week time the first one being uh you were georgia uh who was i i was my i was maya that's right and then zo was spain and astagmus was mapuche let's start with astagmus and mapuche all alone in south america I'm pretty sure that entire game was a dumpster fire that I've deleted from my brain permanently. <laughs> but what happened? What happened? Like, why did you have such bad product? You start in South America. There's tons of jungles, so many things to chop down. You got work ethic. What happened? Oh, uh, I I didn't build a lot of holy sites. Actually, that was kind of I looked back on it. I was like, oh wow, I didn't build any holy sites. <laughs> Zo, how do you feel that he took your work ethic and oh, he God. didn't even build holy sites? Didn't even he didn't even need it. It was a spiteful nystagmus <laughs> move. You could replace the word spiteful with, but it'd be more malicious. A malicious spitefulness intended to to crush one's soul. It's called an nystagmus. I go with Nick Shark, Sharks' defense of my play. Mampucci needs somebody to kill. I didn't have anyone to kill, so. Mm-hmm. You're welcome to everybody who mm-hmm. played. And ba- I didn't basically, <laughs> I, I set I set the stage because I started as Spain in Africa. I set the stage down in Africa, well, northern Africa, and uh, I just everything went wrong. I took the um, the desert folklore to get that nice adjacency bonus from the desert, but then a freaking barbarian scout came out of nowhere because I obviously I wasn't obeying the laws of scouting mm. and went on to my holy site. So I was a turn away from 
building the the work the the project and then yeah that happened and i couldn't get rid of it for three turns and then the moment that i did it and i finished it i got my religion but it was too late because nystagmus i think two turns beforehand had stolen it with stonehenge Class and he took freaking Stagmus work roof. ethic yes who needs holy sites when you have stonehenge man yeah. <laughs> i i'm forced to suddenly pivot so I take the international trade one, but I'd already taken Void Singer, right? So like I just kept making all of these mistakes. Oh no, it wasn't Void Singer. I took Hermetic Order for the adjacency bonus. So I kept I had a bunch of useless faith that I didn't end up getting the work ethic, and I had all this stuff for trade, but I didn't take Alza Minerva, and there's lots of city states to trade with, and I I just didn't use Spain's abilities properly. And I declared peace with Peppermint Butler, and that was it. That that signed that signed it. That signed it when I declared <laughs> peace with Peppermint Butler. I also like I took vampires, anticipating I would have to go to war with somebody, and then I didn't go to war with anybody. Nobody <laughs> went to war. Yeah. Hurt a little bit too. So, and then the rest is history. And then Peppermint Butler, all alone in South Africa, playing debatably one of the worst civs in the game. Even after the changes, people think that she's still the worst. Uh, Peppermint Butler, please give your opinions. On Tamar. It's a couple people in chat that would love to hear your opinions on Tamar. So I was playing, I, I think she's really strong to like fuel a Grandmaster's Chapel sort of push. Like you build your Kevsers and you do some early domination or like early mid game domination, get a bunch of faith there because the Kevsers are quite strong. I was, I was going into that game fully intending on killing someone. <laughs> killing <my laughs> would have been so. Would have been so. But I had a decent amount of land. And but then the beginning of the game, if you'll remember, I got forest fired. There was a, I had a ring of rainforest going through my capital and around right. and yes. two forest fires started around and it just kept circling and hitting my capital and it delayed my first settler like by 10 turns. The yields were crazy if if you guys will see. But uh, wait, 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 wait. was that you mean the soul crushing tornado? Because you were basically like, that's it. I lost. I, I'm out. I oh, lost. Yeah. 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 No, I had the forest fires. The forest fires were making it awful. And then oh, a tornado the spawned. And then a tornado spawned. And I was like, oh, no, the tornado was second game. But I did the have a tornado. Was a second game. Yeah. Yeah. We're not there yet. Hold on. Mix my games <laughs> up. But uh, I will be pretty honest. I used a total Jeez. of, I think, oh. zero of Georgia's abilities. You got a golden game. age every time. That's that's her ability. That's, oh yeah, yeah, that's her thing. That is her. I, that's like literally all Georgia is. <laughs> yeah. I, I, but I over. I think even without her ability, I think I would have hit every golden age even without. But uh, just because I'm just I, I'm just so awesome that I would have done it. No, anyway. yeah, no, yeah, no, no, you did whatever. No, it's just dark ages. You guys suck. <laughs> That's not what I meant. That's not, it's what, not I meant. what you meant, but it's what you said. It doesn't matter. Uh, no, it's because my start ended up being absolutely ridiculous after I had a bunch of 5-5 five, five tiles in all of my opening cities because of the forest fires. After I finally got a settler out. But yeah, I just went forest singers. Like I had Sacred Path. I had a bunch of nice holy sites. I had good campuses still too. Um, had good production. It was like my land was... Real How did you good. have good um, campuses? There's, there was you didn't have any mountains, right? Did you? I had, like, a few, I, had a, I had a few mountains in the south, and then I did some renovated government plaza campuses. But there's some reefs and stuff too. Like I had mm. uh, 
and then like i kept all the rainforest so i had like like a couple plus two campuses just because of rainforest and stuff so uh but then i just got like a ton of faith because of sacred path and adjacencies and simultaneum and stuff and uh then void singers just give me a bunch of stats void singer is really good have you ever won a game that fast a culture game 103 turn 103 peppermint butler on online speed on online speed that's true it is online speed but 103 peppermint butler yeah online speed i think that translates to approximately turn 206 on standard speed sure Uh, so so yes but on online speed that's by far the fastest i've i've ever got but that's mostly because i don't play a lot of online speed but that being said i don't think i could like it's i feel like it'd be really hard to get faster than that that was we were, uh that was something we were all impressed by your 500 science 600 culture 500 gold per turn and 500 faith per turn by turn 100 i was a little impressed yeah, yeah. It's like it's, it's just have five fives. Yeah, like, while you're opening cities, like, all of us. That's what happens. That's what happens. Just have five fives. Every, they all laughed at me. It's just two threes. Two threes are overpowered. Two threes are overpowered if you get them in your early, in your early cities. Uh, kids, build your two threes. Two threes. Don't, build build your two threes. Zoe doesn't know what this means. Zoe's like, what's a two, two, what three? Is, what's a two three? Two food. Two food. Three production tiles. If you have those in your capital in like within the first like forty turns. Your game's already won. Like you can't two lose. Two food, three production. Literally, you can't lose. All right, can't noted. Lose. You, we you call that lose. the uh, the 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 what that? pheasant. The pheasant bonus because that was in Civ Two. That's what yeah. a pheasant gave you. <laughs> two two. <laughs> Are you? Dude, you remember that bison. far back? Maybe it was oh, bison God. gave you that. I remember there was one specifically. It was two food and three production. And it's like yeah. <laughs> and if it's uh and and if it's more than two three, like if you have like five five fives in every city, like 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 that's like that's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. Five five fives. Five okay. five fives. I yeah. started in a desert with Spain. <laughs> Uh, so I didn't have any of that. Um, so that's that's why I lost. Yeah, you, you said you ha- uh, honestly. Yeah, like you're, I saw your land. I was like, ha- ha- if I got this start, I would have screamed for a new start. <laughs> this is so awful. I Zo Zo does not complain about starts. Yeah, I will yeah. just play where I start. I it's just what it is. Maybe now that it happens more frequently, but like I've watched some streamers, uh, they'll restart the game like six or seven times. I'm like, I don't know. Does it have to be that good a start? I don't do that. I don't do that. I don't do that as as much anymore. As much like that start yesterday with Canada, where you had that amazing wonder there. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, that's pretty good. But I had Rome. I had Rome as my. At Rome as my immediate neighbor, and uh, and we just became really good friends, and uh, we had beautiful trade routes, and we're both really happy, and uh, we'll be friends forever. So yeah. So you heard it, guys. If you want to win at Civ, you just need a five-five start. Okay. Five-five-five starts. You five-five-five starts. Five-five-five or three-two. Five-five-five or three-two, and you win the game. Okay, that's all you need to. That's all I can tell you. Five-five-five, three-two. Speaking of five, 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 three twos on the second game, Peppermint Butler, there was a three V one. Zoe, myself, Nystagmus, the Civ show, the, 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 we suck and you, we don't have to crew versus you, the God, the literal God. 
And don't squint at me, dude. This is this is real talk here. <laughs> Are you? You're laughing. I'm not laughing. I'm not laughing. Do you? I'm do you, laughing. Do you hint a sense of kidding in my voice? No. Uh, this is my serious face. Okay. This is my serious <laughs> face. Three v one, Peppermint Butler. Our job was to kill you. We couldn't take one city away from you. What were you doing over there in Maya? You're you're playing Maya. Uh, well, actually, yeah, we should probably talk about who we're playing. You were Maya. I was. Who was I? Who was I? I? I, I we we can. I you was were the Korea. Ottomans. We can go Ottomans. through. You were the Ottomans, one, and the Stagnus was was Camir. I, right. I have one major reason why. Uh, but you can go through. But uh, but I'll I'll reveal it. And and ultimately, uh, it was Z- Zoba's right is the is the is the ending of that story. But we'll we'll, we'll go through the settings of the game if you would like first. Uh, well, the, the settings of the game was was basically you know Peppermint Butler picked three civilizations for every single person. So he picked three civilizations for me. He picked three civilizations for Zoe, for Nystagmus, and for himself. So we all got to choose. Uh, not all of us, but I got to choose out of those three civs. It was Germany, Ottomans, or some irrelevant thing I wasn't even thinking of. Uh, Zo got, I don't even remember who you played, Zo. Russia, Russia Korea, Korea, or Norway. Or Norway. Nystagmus got Kumai. Uh, Persia. Persia or Grand Colombia, I think it was. No, it wasn't Grand Colombia. He would have chosen Grand, Grand Colombia. No, you had Germany was one of yours as well. Yeah, Germany and Ottoman that. was the two I was debating, and I, and and then uh, and then Peppermint Butler. We had to choose between Vietnam, mm-hmm. Gaul, and mm-hmm. Maya, mm-hmm. and so we took Maya because Maya at least falls off their defensive bonus, whereas the Viet- Vietnamese and the the Gauls like there's no way you're invading their land. There's no chance. Mm. So uh, yeah, <laughs> the only chance we had was with the Mayans. So what did you do with the Mayans that were just like so mind bending that you've defeated three opponents all trying to attack you at once? Human opponents, mind you. So I just tried to get my stats up early, tried to hit a timing. Like, like so the, the thing with my, or that I was trying to do is get to a point where it'd be tough to like where, where i just had more stats and more economy than people so like my and more production so i could just get more units and defend because it got to the point where you guys had more units but my my units tended to be more like advanced i guess uh because i also had high culture because coliseum is great wonder but the main reason why that game went the way it did is because the map was too big it's because like yeah, we, we played were a decide- small map, right? Like a six player map. Yeah, with yeah four we should have played tiny. Right. Yeah, we played small um, and uh, he was just too far away. Uh, I don't think it would have mattered if we were aggressive. It's just it's reinforcements would be too too far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then where's uh, where Moy started, you know, he was on the opposite side of me. So he's even further away. Um, maybe if I had chosen Norway, I could have crossed the uh, the, yeah, the sea there, but and we would have been able also, to. Yeah, the, yeah that, that map, map was also there just was super awkward too. Like bottlenecks. It was, yeah, and Kamir is not. I would have gotten, gotten that culture leading a fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's not leading a fight <laughs> with 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 Kamir. So yeah, so I will I will say though, if that if we continue that game, that that game ultimately ends up in your guys' favor because like I Maybe. my land. No, I, I I'll tell you why. I'll tell and I'll tell you how. Hey, Nastang was played super well and was eventually going to win a culture victory. He hadn't even it's hit true. flight yet, 
sec and secondly my only out to actually win that game was to kill nystagmus and i had tank cores on his border but he was five turns away from tanks and he and uh, or five turns away steel, from steel and my tanks yeah. and my, my and my tanks were not gonna push into steel walls and i didn't have the production or the gold to back that uh, army up as much i didn't have as, as much oil this isn't bbg where you can build military academies and get oil for free i was going to well, settle a city that that had yeah, yeah, that's the thing in uh, in BBG. Um, but I was going to settle a city um, that had three oil, but then like after seeing the VOD, Zo already had units there, so that wasn't going to happen. So what happens later on in that game is like so me so me and Zo were locked in like an even science naval war for a long time, and then I uh, I was having to look at other fronts too with Zo's land units and Moy coming across the ocean. To, yeah. to try and grief me on Which the other took side forever <laughs> by the way yeah dude it that's... took like 20 <laughs> turns across the ocean holy yeah. smokes which is another big weakness of ottomans actually like ottomans are super powerful but if you don't hit their timing they can uh like they can fall off pretty quick so if yes. you don't have like a neighbor that you're killing then like they don't have a whole lot else going on though like their janissaries like can scale pretty well because they're the strong units in and of themselves and you can get a lot of them and then you can get uh uh, their unique governor to get plus 10 against cities uh so they 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 still managed to do pretty well um like it like past their normal point past their normal timing as a renaissance mm-hmm. unit but what eventually happens that game is you have like nystagmus making 2000 faith per turn who had built grandmaster <laughs> chapel he he has a um he, he puts a unit on every tile and like i try and attack through but like it takes a turn like online speed that's a lot costing a turn before you get to a city that's like that's a big deal really true like that's a big just deal like, like you just I saw the, every time my most pro <laughs> yep. my most prideful moment that entire war when we first started it was i purposely moved a unit into the water to attack you amphibiously because i knew mm. that the tank couldn't attack me back because you didn't have range units <laughs> yeah that was my favorite moment i was like yes i did it and it didn't die and then i can promote it and then uh, I can attack it still amphibiously because the tanks can't attack it back. Outbrained PB, dude. Nice job. That's yeah. Big, so what? Big brain. What ultimately happens there is like just to close the loop on that. What ultimately happens is I like my push gets stalled. I can't push into nystagmus. I can't interact with nystagmus anymore. I don't have a win con because Zoe has still been like me and Zoe. Had, like we were the ones who were like really going at it that game, and like Moy like had to was basically like forcing me to also defend other fronts as well so i was like limiting my what i could do with my gold and my production uh and, and like it was good my gold production science culture like i like it, it was pretty good that game but uh like i was pretty happy with how i played but my land beyond where i'd settle was not good uh uh yeah, like you were in my, tundra right I, yeah oh I, I, I was my capital had tundra and desert in it i think but <laughs> we rolled enough times and that was like, was like the third it. start I'm playing it i've got hills <laughs> like i've got hills like i've got hills I, I found plantations i'm playing it like i just i just want to play it and, and it turned out pretty okay but ultimately with zoe and moy like we get locked in this war for the rest of the game and it I have to focus on units and stuff. And then Nystagmus just like sims out and eventually wins that culture victory and gets 20 tourism per city with his Prasats and basically goes uncontested on that. So so that's how that game ultimately ends. So I, I think so we called it a, a draw, but I yeah, think I called it a draw. I, I, but as as it goes, I think you guys take that. 
like and we it's can't. probably no, not there's close. no way <laughs> you 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 were killing all of my units incredibly quickly i think you're killing zoe's units you had this like huge naval battle with we had Zoe, a big naval like a big battle. battle. That was yeah. a yeah. sweet naval battle. That was I. I love naval warfare, and it's like good, that was man. a good one. Yeah. It was. It was a lot of fun. But yeah, I. I think the biggest thing is just like, uh, like that. That map was too big. I. I like. I thought. Uh, I thought if we went on a tiny map, it would just end up being like, like everyone is just next to me, and they send like three warriors at me, and I can't really do anything, and it wouldn't have been much much of a game and i was just like terrified of that happening but that but the small map was too big and compounded on that was the fact that there was this giant sea in the middle which uh which made it even more awkward so uh so yeah but like it was a super fun game i uh <laughs> I, I i i had a lot of fun playing it i i really like playing new maya i i'm gonna play a game on stream with them really soon i haven't done that yet but uh, they feel they feel real, yeah, real I strong. And the I, KMR, I, I really like them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like really happy with them. So Kamai, I played uh, Science Victory with old Kamai with Void Singers and Heroes and Legends before the patch. And then mm-hmm. after the patch, after Kamai got buffed and, and like I played a really good spawn there too, like pre-patch, like, oh, like I only play good spawns on my stream. Like, I, like I'm such a baby. <laughs> I'm such a baby. I, I just like I just roll spawns like, oh, this one looks like godly. This is the one I'll play. So I, I played a really good spawn there, too. And I, I think the science victory there was turn 186, which was fast. Like old Jay, I'm one of the I'm one of the one of the believers in old Jay. If you lean into if you lean into Jay and I had Void Singers, like it was all Void Singers is really powerful, but like I leaned really hard into his abilities, still building like holy sites and aqueducts and all that stuff. Now, new Jay, I turned off all game modes. I turned off all game modes, gave myself a god spawn again. So there's no Void Singers, there was no Heroes and Legends, so no Hercules for free spaceports, no free stats from your faith. Mm hmm. And that was a turn 179 science victory. Shut up, dude. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So uh, save math. Save math. So, so yeah, the new new Kamai, pretty well, good. The way I found it was, um, so what happened for me was, so everyone knows like my play style, and you know, don't you don't have to emulate it because obviously it's not a good play style necessarily. But um, <laughs> I like to use domestic trade routes to grow cities before I move them foreign uh, trade routes, right? But mm-hmm. this Civ was like, I didn't need to do that. Like, they're just growing by themselves without any help from me. Um, so I can just use all the trade routes to kind of just go to the city states. And so I was getting a bunch of extra gold, too. Yep. One of the reasons why I wasn't like everyone was like uh, not building units and stuff was I was feeding Moy and, and Zoe the entire yeah. time. Like, <laughs> yeah, like half the time <laughs> I would just like bankrupt us. myself. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that, that was part of my thing. I, I OK, when we talked the before, big carry, I thought the big one carry. of us was going to sim right i thought one of us was gonna sim and then the other two were gonna distract peppermint butler and since That's you guys happened. didn't you were the sim. Didn't tell anybody who was gonna do what and then you i just saw you guys just send units towards i'm like okay i guess <laughs> i've been elected the person who's gonna sim and it makes sense because i was uh, i was the city that void uh, the singers city that best to sim best right? to sim yep but uh i i found myself like i had extra gold all the time because i didn't need to use domestic trade routes to to build cities i would only use them for the first round maybe if I needed the extra production, but as soon as you get like the, the, the as soon as you take Volt Singers and you get the uh, the God Obsolisk, like that's like that's possibly like the most powerful special 
early building in the game. Yeah, like, you can lean yeah. into it. So good. <laughs> Everything Four about faith. it, dude. The faith, the culture, and the great work slot. You can put yeah. anything in there. Oh anything my God. that anything, anything will go into. Oh. Relic, no problem. Hero relic, no problem. Yeah, great and work, I don't know if you guys fighting, noticed. I just started. Game. I just started spamming um, great people at the end because I had the the Ospilus. So I use my theater squares and stuff, right? But then I can use the Ospilus for like the other great works that I didn't have um, a slot for. And so I was just spamming great people at the end there with all my faith to build up my cult, my yeah. my tours. Yeah, and, yeah. And those can hold great works of music too, which are like the best ones. And it's like. Uh, Apadana lull. Here's my monument. My <laughs> great work of music. Okay, PB, I have, a, I have a very important question for you. Mm-hmm. Who do you think would win in a culture victory between Zoe and Nystagmus? If they only had culture victory turned on. D- it it depend depends who they're playing. D- depends who they're playing. Nystagmus with Kamai. Like I, I don't know. We've Let's seen that in action. Let's say they're both playing Russia. They're both playing Russia. Um, this is a tough. It's got to go to whoever gets work ethic, right? Because we we fight over work ethic every game. I feel like it's got to go to whoever gets work ethic. So an astagmus, because he'd get Stonehenge, obviously, and then get work ethic. Obviously, you yeah. get it right away. I, I don't but know. Then who gets dance to the Aurora? Maybe he doesn't even too, get dance right? to the Aurora. Yeah, like, yeah one gets dance, one gets the work ethic. Yeah, you don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's it, it's close. I I don't know. I think uh, I I. I it, like it's hard to pick. Like I've been watching like both like both of you guys' streams. <laughs> no, this is an easy answer. The answer is this, and it's not because of what you think. So I would say me, but only yes. because halfway through Zoe's gonna get frustrated, break the keyboard, and walk away from the game. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I finished. I finished my challenge with Canada. I and I like had no clue what I was doing. Like after watching, by the way, after watching. Uh, Peppermint Butler and Moy, I'm like, oh yeah, I guess that's good. The idea of planting lots of trees to build. I was like, how are you I guys? How, you how can trees. you build so many? I Dude, I've said to you so many times, a lot of my strategy for Civ is instinct. I act quickly. <laughs> okay, quick, instinctively quick, plant quick, trees. Move to the next and the next to the next. I don't, don't even use my brain. World? I have another brain. My god. If I don't understand <laughs> it, if 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 I don't un- intuitively understand it, it takes me a while to master. Okay, now after that game, I've learned a lot. Okay. After good, going good. through that horrible uh, waiting that many turns and having the ridiculous 2500 culture and, and it's still not winning, uh, I learned a lot. So if I were to do it again, which I might, I have till May 10th, I might try it again uh, just on my own and, and see. I, I've learned quite a bit, but you have to like, you know, flounder about, I think in Civ, at least a player like myself, uh, you know, who, who I, I'm always looking at the big picture and it makes it hard sometimes for that focused strategy. But we also don't play for win conditions most of the time. Right, sure, boys? Yeah. Like, we're, we're usually like, recently, all right, who won? Recently, show with two it's getting screen. more important. It's getting, it's getting more important. <laughs> yeah. We did get a victory screen last week, which uh, we did. Which was we did. I got to bring a victory screen to the Civ show. That's one of my well, uh, one of my claim to fame. Very rare. Very rare that it happens, man. Like just I'd, five the only fives. one I remember. You had five what? Five fives. Five, five fives. Oh, the five five. Oh, I think so. Five, five fives. Fives. I was like, yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. Five fives. <laughs> five fives for five fives. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, the only one i remember is um i played kree 
And it was I, I got a science victory. I don't know if it was like a two week long game or something, but like I ended up getting a science victory as Cree. I think it was like turn three hundred, so it must have been two weeks long. It was, must have been when we were doing those like two week, three week long games. I eventually got the science victory as the Cree. Took forever, but uh, that that was the last victory screen I remember on the Civ show. I'm sure there was one in between there, but. Yeah, dude, congrats on you. The 103 turns, one session victory screen, easy peasy, dude. Wow. Sacred Path, Holy Sites, and your Rainforest are five fives. It's like, but what are you going to do? What are you going to do? <laughs> the last thing I want to talk about before we move on to like uh, reminiscing about of civilization is we're all Canadian here. Uh, how does New Canada feel? I think we've all played. I don't know if the Sangus has played in New Canada yet, but we've all played New Canada almost. Like, damn, dude. They're pretty sweet. I don't know. How, how do you guys feel about I, it? I love them. Uh, I think they're like, th th it's the smallest tweak, but when you think about it, well, really, they like doubled their bonuses. I think the mm -hmm. farming is significant. Now that I'm understanding the value of national parks, and now that I see how you can plant trees to get national parks <laughs> in terrible, terrible territory, I'm like, oh, wow, that's convenient. I, I don't know. I can see Canada as a as becoming more and more uh, a more competitive contender especially when you know you know you're going for a victory where you just have to kind of be a play a defensive game so you know the enemy's coming to you uh, i don't think you can pillage national uh, parks can you nope nothing to you pillage really. so once once think. once they're there once they're set Wait, up there's one way I think if you nuke them I said this well. I think you can take yeah, that's one way. You could take you could take the city. That would do it. Uh, Canada, like the term snowball, is just their thing now. I, I can just see games where like you can start early. Your production can be insane. You can build those wonders, and you'll just snowball. You know, get your hockey rinks, and then holy like with stadiums and all. And I was vampires when I did it. Right. And I was like, wow, this is great. I got like vampire castles making me like 18 culture. Wow, dude. <laughs> so wow. yeah, like, like, yeah. So I, I think they're fantastic. PB, Mr. Tier, tier one. How, how do you feel about, <laughs> how do you feel about Canada? Tier one. You mean S tier? Mm -hmm. So compared to where they were before, uh, they're, they're way better, obviously. Now there's still some of the things that existed or with Canada still exist. So that the big thing is that their bonus is locked behind builder charges. But there's a way around it now with with Ancestral Hall at least, right? Well, you well you could still go Ancestral Hall before, like that's like that's not like a way around it. Like that's they're just way better with Ancestral Hall because the value you get from builders is a lot more, but you're always going to be getting lots of builders. But the, the thing is the tundra cities that you do get, it makes it like it makes the tiles you end up working better than you would normally work. So you so so you settle like your your tundra city, you have three builder chargers, you get a farm and two mines. That that city's good to go. That city's good to go. It's uh it's got a four food tile to work and two like one fours or one fives if if you have apprenticeship. Like that that city's gonna be good to go for a little while. And it can get another builder and then get a farm triangle and then it'll be able to actually do stuff and but the thing is though like there's a lot of like even regular cities like if you plant them on like plains or if you plant them on grassland they're not that much worse than that now what canada gets a big advantage there is like those tiles end up being better so so if you think of if you think about it 
comparing like the terrain types. Uh, a flat tundra tile is one food. A flat grassland file, uh, tile is two food. A flat plains tile is one plains or one food and one production. So you can say that a plains tile has one production on a tundra and a grassland has one food on a tundra. So what what a farm does on a grassland is it adds one food, a two food uh, grassland tile becomes three food. But then if you put a farm on a tundra tile with Canada, it has base one, then with Canada's ability is an extra two. So it becomes a four food tile. Uh, and then you do a farm triangle feudalism becomes five food or something. So that's much better. And it's like really, really good. But it's just like a little bit better than the normal terrain. But the thing is, Canada gets to use all the tundra. And that's the yeah. big thing. And they, so the fact that they have a better early game boost now is way better because their late game is was previously super good and now it's even more absurd with like double mounties and uh, yeah 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 <laughs> not that yeah. you use them though like you use I, one yeah, I was park, stumbling i was time? stumbling through i was stumbling through now i know now I know, and I okay. and I think I'll do much better if I try it before the tenth. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna all try right, it before the tenth. All right, all right, fine, whatever, dude. I, I the thing I like, or the thing that I, I when I played Canada was similar to how you're talking about the tiles. Uh, tundra tiles usually only have at max one food, and so it's like, yeah, you can plant a farm there, get a lot of food, right? Like if you like you said, if you put a farm triangle, that's five food. That's 15 food in total. That's really good. But then it's only food. That's the only thing you have. You don't have that one production or two production. It's just stuck on one, uh, just on food. And then the complete opposite, when it's a hill or a tree, it's basically just only production pretty much with only like one food or something. So it's, it's, it's with, with a lot of the tundra tiles, a lot of these Canadian tiles, it's basically you have to go one polar uh, one way, like all food or the polar opposite of all production and it's hard to find the balance especially with those early cities do you work the food just to grow your cities or you work the production to get whatever you need out first like whether it's a builder or whether it's like a mountie or whatever that's the problem that i found with canada it's kind of a it's a solvable problem at least but that's what i find is that eventually you start to only like okay i need to work food for this one tile and then i need to work like all the other production tiles but you have to pick and choose and that's kind of the see the i was i was gonna say that I thought that's what their drawback used to be, that their cities weren't that big. So that production bonus wasn't that big a deal because you need to work tiles just to grow. Now they're in a position where they can have a bunch of tundra that they're farming. And then they can also have a bunch of tundra that they planted trees and put lumber mills on that are making them like uh, what five, I think five base production. Um, yeah. So it'd be yeah. one food, five production, five production is, you know, five, five, five. Um, that's, uh, that's significant. <laughs> so their, their cities, like I found my cities were large. They, they grew to decent sizes. And because of that, I was actually able to work these high production yields. And then you only want to get so big. That's fine. Oh, I'm going to at 10, maybe 10 is enough and have one city that goes beyond that. But yeah, so I, I kind of find what you said is true about them before the patch. Now they actually have the population that and then late game, you'd be like, you know what? I don't need as much food. Let's plant some trees um, and we'll we'll get lots of production here. And like, you know, that goes up quick with their with add ons. Right. Um, that five production goes up to whatever. I think there's like what, three, three techs, I think two or three techs that affect uh, lumber mills. So, yeah, that's significant. That's significant. Yeah. Here's here's just the awkward thing though. 
um like you get all these boosts for like for farms and mines and stuff like that but then like the big kicker like the big payoff for canada to win is to get like these national parks that's the normal win con now like with, with these just generic uh builder boosts like your tiles are better your cities are better that's really good for a science victory also but if you have the mounties you might as well use them the thing is, if you want to build national parks and have a ton of national parks like Canada can, you basically want to convert all your land into into national parks, right? Because you have double yeah. charges on all your mounties. What happens to all the mines and the farms that you built, right? Yeah, so that's like, the problem I'm you, facing right now. Yeah, and, and that's uh, and and you can fix that with builders. You can do lots of like terraforming and stuff, but uh, it's it, it's it's just a bit of an awkward place. And I still think it's really powerful, but it's just sort of like a um, a little bit of a line you have to walk, I guess. Right. I, I don't know. Speaking of Canada, because I only played them like I had my game before the the change and all that stuff. I just had one mm-hmm. question about this because I want to know: Has anyone ever gone for a Diplo victory? I have with Canada. Especially with Canada, I yes. just saw Saxy Gamer do it in one sitting. Okay. It's kind of. Well, I ran into a problem where, where I was making like way more diplomatic favor than everybody. Like I would go into every Congress with like twenty five hundred diplo favor, and everyone else had like a hundred. Um, and I would never be able to outvote the minus mm. two victory points to the person who's yes. winning, right? Um, and so I was always trying to guess. I was just like, I was wondering what anyone's strategy was because the other when we always have a culture victory for Canada. The other big one, though, is Diplo vic- uh, victory, because I got up to like 18, no problem, because I just outvoted everybody. And, and I can it didn't matter if I can predict what was going to happen in the World Congress. I just had way enough Diplo uh, um, favor to kind of just like um, kind of guess based on my neighbors and then just overpower them. But then when I got to that, like really close to the victory condition i just felt like i was slipping i don't know if anyone had any strategies on that. i i find with i think now canada would be even better at diplo victory because um i'm actually decent at diplo victory but i think with diplo victories you need there's like five five to seven very specific wonders that you must build three three wonders. um three i got all well, three at least too, though, three the but there's 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 a bunch that are very very helpful okay. right and uh their production yield i find makes it that you can you can do that i think they're their uh, diplomatic is a great victory condition for them. The thing, so the, the strategy here is there's two there's two ways you can approach this. One, get to 16 points, then, then build the Statue of Liberty. Don't yeah. go the other way around. Two, uh, if you've already built the Statue of Liberty and you're kind of a SOL, then you vote against yourself to lose two diplomatic favors. Since you voted against yourself, you only lose one because you get the point for voting in the majority. So you lose one. And then if you have to predict the other two votes, so then overall you can gain one diplomatic point for every Congress. And I told you this too, but just like your cousin, you were stubborn and you're like, nope, I have enough. No, but I'm going to do it. Um, I'm going to put all my votes into voting for me. And you lost. So. Woo. Well, I, I messed up on the math because I also got to 19. I built the Statue of Liberty. And I got to 19. Uh, oh um, you didn't know that 15 plus 4 was 19 dang dude well no well i thought i was gonna win it i was gonna win a different uh congress before that right oh and so i timed oh, it so that dude. i would win a congress to get to 16 but i didn't win the congress right and so mm. um i got to 19 i was like oh maybe I, maybe i can win by just overpowering everybody at the congress which i feel is weird that you can't right like 
That's the whole yeah. point of like getting twenty. What's what's the point of having two hundred two thousand five hundred Diplo favor if you can't just overpower people at the World Congress, right? Like, yeah, um, the, the, the votes get super expensive once you start so putting more crazy. votes, and like yeah. it just it scales really difficultly because like you, if you get four votes like on standard speed, you get four votes for like it costs you like it costs you 30, 10 then 20 60? okay so first yeah. one's free yeah then yeah. 10 then 20 then 30 then 40 then 50 so then if you count all those that's like 200 not 200 but like 150 150 i think for five yeah. votes yeah the, the more votes you have the more expensive they are and it just makes it like it makes it really difficult to overpower that yeah yeah exactly so let's move on. Let's move on to uh, the evolution of civilization, the main topic for today, uh, even though we talked about that for a really long time. But so today on Reddit, Anton, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but I'm just going to say Anton, uh, posted a big thank you on Reddit. He posted it as well as on Civ Fanatics. And every, it seemed like every single Fraxis employee was in the comment section also thanking the civilization community and telling themselves a personal story about whether how they started in civilization or just a personal story about how this community means so much to them. Uh, it seems like it's the end of Civilization VI, or at least that's kind of what they made it out to be with this big thank you um, to the community. So we kind of want to talk about the entire evolution of Civilization VI from the beginning, which was in what year? 2016? 2016, right? 2016, all the way to 20, now 2021. So Civ 6, though, I think me and you were the only ones to, in this group of four people to play vanilla Civ mm -hmm. 6. And I remember mm -hmm. someone just. That's uh, not true. On I played one game and then it's. <laughs> you played one game? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, SG nominee. I miss vanilla. Because deleting units for full gold of Scythia. Dude, I remember that. Scythia was when they first came out. That was so ridiculous. <laughs> Such a silly, silly little mix. October 2016. Yeah, because we started um, our first civilization endeavor with a show in, I think it was November of 2016. No, it was, like, it was the day it came out. Yeah, we started. Okay, yeah, we started. Because, yeah, because I. I missed the first, the first week, though, but I, it was the day it came out we started the show. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At the time, too, before Civilization VI had come out, I know for me personally, like, I was, I had been bored for a while with Civ. Like, I wasn't playing Civ V that much anymore. You guys all know my feelings on Civ V World Congress, which is what they should have called it, uh, just because the it, it every game was the same, I found, with Civ V. So I just... Um, you know, it was revolutionary when it came out with the hexes over the squares. And there were many, many, many interesting things about it. But I just found the game had gotten stale. Like it's it's replayability went away. And, you know, a game like Civ, you have to have the replayability, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Playing the same so game when over it, and over and over again, right? So Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When um, Civ 6 came out, it was like a breath of fresh air. Like it was just this like... It's like they kept a lot of the, the like the hexes, but they revolutionized the game with the city districts because mm -hmm. now instead of, you know, in Civ 5, you could build three cities and just have three massive cities and uh, and you would you could do very well that way. In fact, having the more cities you had, you know, the harder it was to maintain. 
which is still true, but like in a different way. Anyways, uh, with Civ Six now that now it was a sprawl. Now it was like a city isn't all in one place. A city is all over the place. Uh, it made the map much more interesting, yeah. much more engaging interaction with the map. The the civic system I thought was way better than uh, policy cards. Rather, way better than the previous. Civ Five was okay. It was. It, it was okay. It wasn't. Terrible. It was. It was I would okay, say it's but dated. It feels dated now, but at the time, it felt fine, right? Like turning culture into a tech tree, that was very cool. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, so just the as always with Civ, you know, you can't go back. I find like I find once you play the next, you can't go back. So yeah, districts were were fant- a fantastic addition. I love the policy cards. I thought the way governments worked was much more interesting. Um, as opposed to here's a government with the abilities it gives you. Now it's, you know, you you still mix and match it. Uh, mm-hmm. I found that la- that added layer of complexity really interesting. Like it really allowed you to mix and match things to either have diversity with your policies or have focus. So that was really revolutionary. And then uh, even the opening civs they chose were cool. And I liked how, you know, everyone had basically four abilities you know, you get a unit, you get a leader, you get your sieve, and you get a building. Yeah. Um, yeah. That that and that everybody had that. I thought that was really neat. So all things being equal, you know, it it is those little things that make the difference with the sieves, and none of them seemed like insanely broken. You know, um, I believe Ex- powers, Scythia, but you know, yeah, except for the Scythia, and that was just <laughs> silly. Yeah, that you could sell, you could buy, get two horses, sell them, get all the gold. Now you don't get any, get anything when you when you <laughs> disband. I thought, it, I thought it was you build you build one horse, you get two horses for the price of one. You sell one of them, and then you buy more, and then you get three horses. Yeah, it was it was silly. Uh, <laughs> it was obvious. It was an infinite loop. <laughs> um, so other than yeah, that was silly. But like even great people and the way districts how that worked together uh yeah it's just all very impressive so it, it was very easy to to fall back in love with uh with civ with civ 6 did you play civ 5 at all uh pb or did no. you come right into civ 6 you didn't play at all no so i had been eyeing civ as a game i wanted to play for years like even like before civ 5 like like civ 4 and it was just like you know how you have those games in your Steam library that are like um, <laughs> you buy them when they're on like 80% off and they're just sitting there, uh, and, but, but you never play them like yeah. everyone has yeah. those. They have like hundreds of them. So I never actually bought a Civ game, but it was always one of those games in the back of my mind was like, I want to play that. Like, like I, I want to like I want to play that game. I'd probably like it. Like I had friends that played it and yeah but i just never did like civ 4 went by then like civ 5 was coming up and like i have a couple close friends who played civ 5 and just like never happened like i was either into other games at other hobbies like i'm an aggressive like hobby jumper like like and uh and it's just like uh, oh and like when i get into my hobbies i I get into them and just civ the timing was never right i guess and then at one point i saw the like the civ platinum or previous platinum edition that had rise and fall plus the all of the leader like single leader expansions plus the base game go on like a wicked sale and i had money in my steam wallet for selling dota items uh because nice. i didn't play dota yes. anymore uh and i was like hey, I, i'm just gonna i'm just gonna get Civ. I'm, I'm just gonna get it and i'll load it up on some point 
and I played the first game and I was like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and then the like, first game is always, it's always strange. It's like, cause you're learning it, right? It's tough. It's a big learning curve. Well, it's yeah. got a very steep learning curve. Yeah. yeah. My, my first it. game, yeah. uh, my first game was with, was rise and fall expansion. Uh, it was with, uh, our old Teddy Roosevelt. Uh, like before like way before the split between bull moose and rough Reddit and rough rider yeah. and i was playing as like man the music in this game is awesome i love playing this game i was in a sweet like air fight with my neighbor persia and like i was building my spaceports in my terrible tundra cities and i was like yeah like uh, it, it's like the uh <laughs> like i'll be able to like i don't know what a space victory is but like i'll try and go to space and then uh, i was like just starting to build my spaceports and then turn 500 hits and i lose a score victory to wilhelmina 500 <laughs> oh my god i was so 500 bad turns? Wow. i was 500. so bad yeah it, it was so bad but i played the whole one and i was like and i was like yeah i don't know about this so then i read what the actual win cons do and the, and then my second game i played as wilhelmina and i won a space victory and i was like okay like i'll like i can i can get into this and then like i started doing like you know you play different civs play different games and you get one more turn to like one two in the morning and and well, that's like, it wow two in the morning that's not bad damn yeah i i need to graduate <laughs> like I was, I was like i need to graduate my phd at some point <laughs> and i was like couldn't stay up much later than that but like you you know it's just um like the snowball happened there that's and that was in 2019 yeah. uh and then i yeah i don't know just i just fell in love with the game and uh and i haven't run into really any burnout like i don't play much off stream but i that's just, i just don't have a whole lot of time to play games off stream like like mm-hmm. streaming is my gaming time and i'm never disappointed that civ is the game that i that i signed up to be playing for the majority of the time so uh <laughs> but like yeah i never actually played civ 5 um like i played like i don't know if anyone remembers like caesar i played caesar 2 like i played age of empires 2 um like like played a lot of age of empires yeah, yeah. And, but like i was terrible at rts's like the timing and everything like i played dota but like the timing of everything but then like civ i got it and it was like what's this next turn button you mean i can like <laughs> like like i can I, take I, my time whoa yeah and that's and that whoa. was like oof. yeah old age of empires man at some point though the computer was just easy to stomp on yeah, like it was just really made, bad like, though. Like, like I, like I can't stress how bad at games I am outside of Civ. Like, I need I will, to play Dota with I, you just to experience this. I need to know. I will fight. Like, I hit like 4K MMR in Dota, and I was like, I'm a god. This is as good as this is as good as better <laughs> than me. Be. Yeah, I mean, damn. But, but like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm just. Uh, like anything they require, like a lot of timing stuff, and just like not that good at. But then, like I saw, like Civ had a turn button. And I could like take my time and plan out what I was gonna do, and like my games took so much longer. Uh, as like people who watch my stream know, but uh, definitely is much more in my wheelhouse as far as trying to be good at things goes. Rise and Fall came out, yeah. So like, Rise and Fall comes out. It introduces this loyalty system. Um, loyalty and governors. And governors. I I don't know how I felt about the loyalty when it first came out. I mean, I know you guys didn't I play vanilla. It. I, I loved hate, it when it first came out. I hated it because it was such a weird change. I'm so used <laughs> to just having these really sprawled out cities, putting them wherever the hell I want. And then we're playing. I remember this now. We were playing against Drek, right? And I, we were, I was planting my cities and suddenly I just lost it. And I'm like, what happened? Like, 
right? And and then later on, we find out this is there's this mechanic called loyalty, and like, how does loyalty work? And nobody knew. Nobody <laughs> knew. It took so long to understand, and I still don't understand loyalty to a certain point. But yeah, I hated it at first. Now I'm I'm okay with it because it makes sense, especially historically. Like you don't want to have a city like way out there unless you're unless you're Denmark, but. You know, it's kind of similar to what happened in Civ Four, though, right? Because in Civ Four, you can lose cities yeah, because it was like culture. Well, that I was gonna say, yeah, yeah was the culture of yeah. the other Civ next to you could like move people. It would say basically, if you hovered over a city, it would tell you what the demographics of the city was in Civ Four. So, like, if you were like the German Empire, you'd be like, like you know, sixty percent German, and then if the Dutch were next to you, it'd be like thirty percent Dutch, oh. and then part of the happiness would be like, we want to join our our compatriots in the other country or something like that. And so, if yeah. enough huh. of them moves into your cities you could theoretically lose it to the other the other city and so part of like basically in civ 4 if you had a high enough culture output you turned into eleanor borders in civ 4 were very fluid they they snaked around and they could be pushed back and forth um and that was basically you would slowly like basically a culture of attrition and you would slowly push your the enemy culture back. And like great people in Civ 4, like the the artist, one of his main abilities was like a culture bomb. So he dropped like 3,000 culture and it would explode your borders out. So culture, that's for me why I still associate the culture and the border because of Civ 4. That yeah. as your your borders grew, as your culture grew, and every time you you would hit this thing, and yeah, if if your culture went over the enemy city, eventually you would flip the the, the cities. There were no districts, uh, but there were still one. like farms and stuff. And I remember yeah. you could actually like there were no building charges. You can build a builder and just tell it to build things. You just <laughs> on five auto, too. yeah, that's yeah, awesome. and on auto, and it would just run around making improvements yeah. the entire game yeah. and never go away. Yeah, um, build charges is a good idea. <laughs> a lot of people hate that, but I think it's a good I, idea. I, I do hate I it, but idea. it's it's resource no. management. Two, two things. Yeah. One, exactly. resource management. Build charges, and then two, getting rid of stacks. Stacks, yeah, stacks. like, annoyed <laughs> the hell out of me. Like, the fact that I was like, oh, look, my whole stack of army on top of itself, and then it would automatically choose the weakest thing to kill in the next attack thing. And then you always have this weird thing where you see an archer kill a tank for some reason. And it's just like the stack was crazy against like if you had a catapult, you'd hit everything on the stack. So you could stack your army up. And when you attacked, it would be like this massive attack. They'd all attack at once. And it was insane. Uh, the only way to defend against a stack was another stack. But then when you got bombers, bombers hit like everything in the stack. Uh, that was probably the best thing they got rid of. It Civ Five only, was the stack. There's only one thing I want them to bring back from Civ Four, and that's uh, to make like the other um, Civs like a vassal or something like that. Like that I was cool. That, that was cool. Five puppets. It was kind of similar. No, vassals was just simple. It was a simple. You are my Civ. You you declare war on who I declare war on. You can't declare war on me. Um, oh. It was just this simple. Um, and it was like, you know, it's either this or, or you're dead. Like, all right, I'll take vassalage. But anyways, we were talking about, uh, storm, how storm, yeah, the next one, next one, gathering storm. And that's when gathering Canada storm. got announced and they, and they got released. Uh, do you remember what your reaction was when you first heard that Canada was, was coming out? I was very them? pleased. My, my new favorite Civ hat was coming out. Uh, I, and I didn't care if they were garbage or not. I was very excited 
when when I'd heard just just like I bet Sarge was excited when he heard Australia was going to be released. Uh, you know, like you you get excited when it's your and especially Canada's never been in Civ. Yeah, never. right. Not officially. Yeah, representation um, is so it was great. very exciting. Uh, in Scattering Storm, they introduced um, the, the weather, uh, weather the, the the natural disasters, power and uh, consumable resources. Uh, World Congress, they brought back World Congress, but in a completely different way than it was in Civ Five. Uh, and then a couple Did other game things modes like come canals out and, and dams and whatnot. Game modes were no, New Frontier Pass, or is that Frontier Pass? Okay, that's Frontier Pass. We're not there yet. We're not so there yet. Like, so. It was the it was the inspiration for the first game mode in Frontier Pass, Armor, right? Yeah, because apocalypse like mode. That's the, right. The disasters were actually brought in: droughts, tornadoes, flooding, things like that. Um, I like. I kind of like the um, the global warming thing. Mm-hmm. I just feel like it's it's either not affecting you at all, or it's flooding everything. Right. Like it's 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 not like a slow moving thing. It's like, oh, it's not bothering me at all. And then all of a sudden all your cities are flooded and nothing you can do about it. You're like suddenly like, oh, my God, I forgot. I forgot to fast tech the computer so I could build flood barriers. Um, And and it appears that like it's just easier to build flood barriers than to actually like not pollute the planet. Like no one ever does. No one ever like goes into carbon, whatever, trying to scrub the carbon out of the air and stuff like that. No one like does that. It's so far. It's so far. You need to have such good culture. You need to get there before anything happens in the in the environment. And it's, it's so, it's, by the way, and it's so useless. It's it doesn't really do. No, much. it's actually good. Like it gives you a lot of diplomatic favor. What you could have did is no. I mean, is Canada, by the way, it's useless in the sense of what it's supposed to do, which is like stop global warming. Oh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it can't go back. It can you can prevent it going forward, but you can't go back. What you've done is or is 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 written in history. You can't take it back, Nystagmus. Then we after after Gathering Storm, we had the New Frontier Pass. Uh, PB, uh, we've all we've all said our piece about New Frontier Pass, but well, let's hear your piece on the New Frontier Pass and kind of how it affected your civilization uh, play. Because I think you started streaming before the New Frontier Pass. Is that right? Yeah, like it was within a month or two, like my first stream, which we just passed the one year anniversary of uh, was April 27th, uh, 2020. And I went and when was the first New Frontier patch? Was it June? No, it must have been May. It must have been May. It must have been May because April was the last one because the April patch was the was the last one that they did. I swear I it, it was, was April like or March, but I'll double I'll March, double yeah. check that one. Hold on. Civ 6 New Frontier Pass. Uh but e- either way, I May 2020. So, yeah, you're right. May 2020. Yep. So so I uh I had been playing like Gathering Storm for a decent amount of time at that point because I I played Rise and Fall for a little while and then and then it got to the point I was like, yeah, I should probably get Gathering Storm. Because uh, I'd watched Quill play it. I'd watched Potato play it. Um, and I and I wasn't sure how I would like the accumulating resources change. But uh, I wanted the expanded tech trees. I wanted the sieves. Uh, and just it, and I started playing it and I and I and I loved it even more. But then New Frontier Pass came and it I I. Uh, like i'll admit i was a little like skeptical at first i was excited for new content but i was like oh this like past modes or like the yeah, seasons yeah. past thing seems like a little weird i'm not used to it because like in my um because like from dota like you're used to like constant updates and stuff like that but uh but with like your 
the like I played like Roller Coaster Tycoon and all those others where they have like discrete expansions. Uh, like right, yeah. AOE also like had Conquerors, um, Starcraft had that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I was used to expansions, but it's like oh, like I don't know, like I'll uh, like content is cool. I like playing new games. Uh, and I I loved it. I loved uh, I loved just getting new civs, getting constant updates. I love the update videos. The update videos were amazing. <laughs> They're um, so good and then like inadvertently like I, I don't know what happened but people just started like trickling into my stream and then like there weren't a whole lot of people streaming when i normally did and i and i was like able to stream relatively consistently uh because like no one's like leaving home at that point in yeah. history and it like thanks to new frontier pass like i like i'm where i am now streaming wise like i like I would be nowhere near where I would be without it, obviously. Partner, yeah. Holla holla, get dollar. <laughs> holla holla, get <laughs> pound. Uh, but but yeah, it's uh, every patch that came from New Frontier Pass just got better and better and better. I love like some game modes I like more than others, but there's other players that like the game modes that I don't like and, and like they don't like the game modes that I do like. And there's just so many different ways to customize your games. Like Civ 6 is just going to be so much fun to play for such a long time. Just like large in large part because of all the things that they added in uh, New Frontier Pass. And then if Civ 6 does end up being done being patched uh which it sounds like that there's a high likelihood uh mm -hmm. if that if that's the case after this like they just do a big balanced patch make add some more units to change up combat for the rest of the game be like okay here's like basically a, a whole new game to explore we're out by have fun with that for x number of years until civ 7 every game i play of civ every new game since this civ since like new frontier pass started just gets better and better it's uh mm -hmm. i don't know i it's amazing i i love it <laughs> secret societies this is <laughs> <a great> game <laughs> mode. i love make it. it a part of civ make it a regular part of civ yeah uh, i think my favorite part about the new the game modes is like when you play like vector catch challenges and like you don't you're not in control of like what game modes he's gonna choose and he gives you like these random ones he gives you like here's dramatic ages and here's apocalypse mode and here's shuffle and here's this and you're like crap those are game modes that i would never play on my own but mm -hmm. it's a good challenge right mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. everyone's playing it so it's like damn i don't want to get fomo I, i'll be yeah, i'll play it too like damn so you play it and then you play this challenge and you're just doing different strategies you've never done before because you have these game modes on you look at civs differently you look at like, oh, should I really be building this campus right now? Or should I be building an encampment because these zombies are coming at me and I really don't want to die? So, it, yeah, dude, I, just, I think the amount of content that came out of New Frontier Pass is just it's more than more than what they've released, but it's what the community has done with it as well. That's my favorite part of New Frontier Pass is just like this whole community really came together. and was like, OK, we're going to embrace this. We're going to make all this new content for not only the content creators, but for everybody playing Civilization. So shout out to you, Vector Cat, for doing what you do, because I think what you do is incredible. And I hope you never stop. Mm -hmm. I need to Free play more challenge game. games uh, like I, I'm in a place right now where I really love setting up my own games uh yeah. and like rolling my own seeds and stuff but uh but once i like play all the new civs and i do all the things i want to do and there's 
like there's a long list of things i want to do with with civ right now like it's uh like that's that excitement isn't going away anytime soon but uh but but like those uh those challenge games i think will uh, uh will be really good i just have a have a dire fear of like comparing to other people <laughs> why you're good you're but good at the I, game but still I, I don't i don't i don't want like everybody coming in as like oh like he did really good at the challenge like he must be super duper good and then like he's just better than this oh, other person and like oh, and like okay. and just yeah. it, like it's pressure and i just like i feel like uncomfortable like getting compared to like to like other people just like and and, and like even if they say that like oh i like 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 if someone uh like comes up and says like Oh, you're so much better than this other person at this, and like that, like that's like I, I don't know what to, what to say to that. I See, feel that's like why I'm you gotta too... do what I do, man. Everyone makes fun of me for like making, you know, making fun of myself, but it gives me a perfect out. I'm streaming, and hey, man, why didn't you do that? Because I suck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like and when I'm in my solo stream, like, why didn't you do this? I'm like, because I'm not good at the game. That's normally what I do, because I don't care. But then, like, if someone says, like, "Oh, you're so good, you did that so smart," it's like, I, I, like, I'm stunlocked. Like, I, I, I don't know what to do at that point. I can't. It's like, oh yeah, you're right. I am so good. It, like, like I can't, I can't do that. Like, I, like, I don't know. It's, it's an awkward spot I've put myself in by like actually being decent at a video game. Wow. Sorry to introduce you as the literal god then. I realized my huge mistake. And that's why I like face palmed. I was like, oh geez, I just walked no, into that trap. No, 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 no. It's 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 okay. It's okay. Like I I'm used to it at this point. No, no, no. It's <laughs> you see what I mean? Like you, you see, like I you see what I have yeah, to okay, deal I with. I, you see what I have to deal with. No. I have to deal with being good and being yeah. good all the time. And just yeah. like I can't claim that I suck. I can't make mistakes anymore, Moy. I have to be perfect. I have to be on my game all the time. Once people find out that I re-roll 100 times for one map, they're gonna think I'm a phony. What am I gonna do, Moy? Great. Yeah. Post- Big phony imposter syndrome is a real thing, but yeah, no, no, I, I don't know. I just uh, like self-deprecation is like that's my wheelhouse. Like I, it's my specialty, and it's like it, you don't take that. That's mine, man. Yeah, hey, <laughs> maybe it's a Canadian thing. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe Boast does it too. I realized though too, but he's from California. It's basically Canadian. Yeah, I think thing. he. I've heard he lives lives near like Redding, California. I'm pretty sure it's near Garberville uh correct me if i'm wrong i <laughs> but yeah over my head yeah, must, mu- must no be a must about. be a canada slash garberville thing <laughs> he's no one's gonna get no one's gonna get that and then he's gonna listen to this or watch this and be like i hate that guy i just want to uh, give an opportunity for anybody if you want to say anything before we wrap it up whether it's about civilization or anything uh peppermint butler uh why don't you start uh yeah well, I don't know. thanks for having me on i always love coming on to like play and be on the podcast this is, like second time on now like i i think one of the first things that really got the whole like uh like civ community rolling thing just, or like carried the snowball that the new frontier pass started was the civ give and that was uh you guys uh like reaching out about that and that was a lot of fun so getting on the podcast and playing there was just like a great experience and uh and, and, and like growth and like getting viewers and followers and stuff is cool but like the uh but that's not any of the reason why like i why i like to stream or interact with people it's just like hanging out like this hanging out with chat hanging out in discord is just 
it's extremely valuable, especially in these times. And the fact that that's happened, like all because of Civ, is awesome. So there's a lot of indirect stuff outside of just gameplay that Civ has done for for everyone over like not only the past year, but like since uh, like since it's come out. And uh, we're lucky to be one of those game communities that's extremely positive to be in because that's hard to find these days. It's hard, <laughs> especially hard especially on Twitch, and it's. So, uh, gamers, uh, 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 yeah, even toxic community to say it ain't so. <laughs> <laughs> so like, <laughs> yeah, just even people in chat, if you're watching, for being awesome, thank you. Uh, like you're you're like even more important than us for like why this community is so good. Um, and yeah, it's like Civ brought us together, but uh, it's the community that that built everyone up. So it's pretty. Oh, it's just it's just real cool but yeah i don't know i love playing civ especially after new frontier pass though so as far as the civ retrospective <laughs> goes like oh boy <laughs> it's real good can't it's, wait for civ 7 huh all those new mechanics that peppermint brother has to learn again I'm what do we be, do maybe i'm, get, I'm gonna go be ahead, one go of the, I, like you know like the people who are stuck on civ 5 for a while like when civ 6 come out i feel like that's oh, gonna, yeah, yeah, i feel yeah. like that's gonna be me like civ 7 comes out in like 20 years and be like i'm not done all the playthroughs i want to do in civ 6 yet like why are you releasing this game already <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll be our first guest for civ 7 because then we're all on even foot like you can't be better than us anymore just like hey this is our chance to be better than peppermint brother maybe maybe probably you guys have jumped civs before this would be my first time jumping to a new civ so i'd probably be an absolute on fire garbage can <laughs> if you're a garbage can then we're probably dumpster because it's the bigger garbage can <laughs> it's the much bigger one i'm sure one of us was just stumble into a victory the new victory mm -hmm. condition you just stumble into it don't even understand how it works <laughs> economic victory so you just mean i have to get money what <laughs> so easy uh zo or nystagmus uh any final words before we end off today lead the way nystagmus uh no i thought the the new frontier pass was great you know this is my um, and uh, ever since you guys invited me onto the Civ show, it was great too. So looking back on it now, man, that was a long year. Um, and so it was a good year, but it was <laughs> a long year. For you especially, year. I would imagine. Yeah. 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 Um, and so um, it definitely um, uh, took my mind off a lot of things because uh, of everything that's happening as well too. So yeah, I have not much more to add than that. So thanks for everyone for being a great community out in chat. So um, I guess... Uh, my my one quick comment I was going to make about Rise and Fall um, that I didn't make was uh, I felt all in all it was good. It was good improvements, but it was relatively tame. It wasn't yeah. like revolutionary. Um, and, and Civ, I, I still up until that point wasn't super fond of the way that they were doing um, the pay to download, you know, get Australia, get Nubia, you know, get the Aztecs, 10 bucks um that I, mean, I liked that rise and fall had a couple civs with it but uh yeah I, uh, that strategy not too familiar or not too uh liking then with um the frontier pass that's where th for a couple reasons i think it was significant um first of all uh on a meta level uh you know me and moy came into our own um when the frontier pass was coming out and you know um we had many months of talks leading up to this coming together mm. um, and at the Civ show in particular, even just like, what are we going to call it? And it's just like, 
Let's just keep it simple, you know. Let's, let's have show. a placeholder. Let's just call it the Civ Show. Yeah, we'll call right, it the we'll Civ Show. That was a plan. We'll, we'll, we'll call name it the later. Civ Show. <laughs> and if a better <laughs> name, really but funny. like the more it's just like, well, this is what we do. <laughs> this is what we do. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and at first we had different hosts. We were trying to figure it out. Uh, and then when Nystagmus joined, you know, Nystagmus is, uh, is also my cousin. So I, we've known each other our entire lives and we both share the I- identical name. Uh, which I love, you know, I, I love my cousin and this was something that we were able to do together and like we've gotten even more close. We were already, I'd say, pretty close, but we'd only see each other, you know, once a year, maybe, you know. Um, so with the Civ show and because with Frontier Pass coming out and the Civ show coming together, uh, I get to see Nystagmus every week, uh, which is just awesome. Yeah, and it's been it has been quite the frontier of a journey. Uh, I, I think that Fraxis upped their marketing significantly. I think that they something clicked at Fraxis that, uh, you know, they had an authentic product that everyone loved. But there was, I think, a bit of a, at least in my experience, a bit of a disconnect. Um, you know, I'm sure they were doing lots of stuff with the community, but like Frontier Pass was like a total change. Uh, just the mindset, very engaging. Um, you know, th- th- their entire strategy was based on sort of the trial and error, getting feedback, listening to their customers. You know, that's good business. That's what business is supposed to do. And they did it exceptionally well. And it wasn't that they went and got you know, a football star or a scholar or whatever to do promotions for them. They got the team that, you know, put the game, made the game. Um, And, you know, we fell in love with all the updates and the creativity and the costumes and all of that stuff. It wasn't big Hollywood production, you know, Um, but it still looked good. Mm -hmm. And uh, they helped us get it really excited. You know, it was a nice feedback loop. And then even for us here at the Civ show, and yeah, the whole Civ community, like the really Frontier Pass, you know, this is what brought us um, this new level because it was almost like, you know, they were presenting us with content to make. We got to talk about this. We got to talk about that. You can't cover it in just one week. This is going to take weeks to talk about. Uh, and that was all Frontier Pass. Uh, mm-hmm. So it was a great investment. I, you know, Civ has been a great investment. You know, if you add up, Civ's like 200 bucks. Right. If you think about all the installments, two two fifty Canadian, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, if you think about all the installments that that we paid, but you know we paid it willingly, and it was an investment. And it was worth it. The, the the time that we got out of it has been phenomenal. All of us, everyone watching this right now, you know the it, it, like uh, we just got asked the question: How many hours? I was just going to say that. I was just going to say. Do that. you have right? And uh, you know, I know I I leave my computer on. Um, you know, so my number is not always accurate, but right now I'm at 3000 hours, 3000, 3000 hours. Now, mind you, like I said, I've had days where Civ is just on my computer (laughs) and the game's open and I don't close it. I've had like three, four days in a row where that's the case. Uh, I would guess my actual gameplay is probably closer to the 2000 hour. Mark, um, still significant. If I were to guess, I it's have nine hundred and sixty-four. Yeah. Zo, yeah, not even. I thought that was a lot. You have yeah. way more than me. 
I mean, I, maybe, maybe 1500, maybe 15, but, but a significant, a significant, cause I only have like a, a third of the achievements. Right. So I know that I leave Sivan in the background. I think a lot of people do yeah, that. Right? I, I do that too. And, and I'm at 2200, but still like, like I was going to say that though, like if you look at a cost per hour played, uh, for all of your games, I think Civ, even though like, if you've like bought all the expansions, I think it still stacks up pretty well compared to a lot of other games. Yeah. It was a, a worthy investment. Like, it's it's not like if I look at how much I spent on World of Warcraft, for instance, back when I used to play World of Warcraft, um, <laughs> you know, like it, it it was way more. And I didn't I don't think I really got the fun of it because Civ, you got to think those types of games, those grind games, you're not really, you know, thinking a lot of the time. You're just out there. Um, this was uh, it, it's brought so me a great man. deal All of we joy. Have to do is just kill the one little guys in the forest and we can get up to the ultimate level and never be able to be killed. How many carbon? Uh, one billion five hundred eighty nine. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it in three weeks, seven days, or three weeks, four days, whatever. If we only stop every time we have a bathroom, <laughs> oh, we yeah. finally beat him. What do we do? Now we can play the game. <laughs> can you so give me the enchanted bow? Kenny needs it for his MP points. <laughs> so, anyways, so yeah, um, yeah. So it brought us all together. Uh, so it's been spectacular. Um, and um, I don't know. I'm sure there was another point, but I've rambled on uh, long enough. Yeah, why don't, we, why don't we wrap this up? We're running out of time. Wait, let, let's over, let's so. wrap it up. I let's wrap one, it up. I have one extra point to that. that so Fraxis unleashed it. their secret weapon on us uh, for marketing. Uh, Carl. Carl? Yeah. <laughs> Carl. Nailed yeah, it. Yes. Yeah. Carl. Uh, Carl, Carl is so great. And what a you guy, can see, eh? like, what a, what like, a, oh, God, what a guy. I feel like everyone in the Civ community can sort of put, like, their own fingerprints a little bit on, like, how Civ has changed over the past, like, year or two. And uh, and I feel like a large portion of that is just Carl being in everyone's Twitch chat and on, on Reddit and uh, on, like, Civ Fanatics and stuff like that. So, I don't know. Like, Carl. Carl. Amazing. He is the Leroy... Jenkins yeah. of the Civ community. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, before we before we get into our social medias and stuff, though, so, Peppermint Butler, please, why don't you why don't you tell the community and all the listeners uh, where people can find your content? Uh, you can find me primarily on Twitch. Uh, I will say hi in chat. You can click on me there. Uh, if you don't know me, uh, I stream Tuesday, Thursday nights, Saturday, Sunday mornings. Uh, we also do have a YouTube that my sister has been excellently putting together stuff for. Like the most recent video is hilarious. Um, it's a good one, yeah. And that's so that's there's that's going to be consistently updated uh, now that things have settled down a little bit for us, uh, and she's moved into her new place. Though I will be moving to a new place within the next month or two, so I don't know. It's everything is just wild. Uh, but yeah, primarily Twitch and uh, I guess YouTube, but also I spend a lot of time in my Discord, which you can find through my Twitch link. Uh, and you cannot find me on Twitter because I am scared of it. <laughs> you should be. Yeah. Yeah. Scary place. You should be. You should be. Speaking of should be, uh, Moy, and Twitter, Moy, I think you should be telling us about how we have the Twitter and what that bird does. Well, you should be following us on the should be Twitter <laughs> because you should be keeping up to date with our should be up to date content on Twitter as it 
should be. That was so articulate and concise. Good one. Thank you. Uh, at yes, the Civ Show. Speak, Twitter. At the at Civ, the Show. Civ Show. At the Civ Show. And then uh, Nystagmus, speaking of concise, <laughs> uh, how are those uh, test tube experiments coming? Uh, they're coming around good. I should be having a new uh, <laughs> video coming out at any point. Now I'm going to just keep the trend going. Uh, you should be checking out our YouTube channel and you should be ringing the bell and subscribing. So <laughs> should nice. be ringing that bell. Ring that bell. Speaking of bells, uh, <laughs> you are bell. Uh, and you're of course, bell if you're oh. looking for, yeah, if you're looking for the more <laughs> intimate connection to the Civ Show community, you can connect with us on our Discord channel. Uh, it is the watering hole of the Civ Show community where we come together and meet and talk about Civ and share memes and talk about the wackiest stuff and play games together. Uh, we have a lot of community members just coming together in casual multiplayer. You don't have to worry about uh, any sharks in here with their game genies. Um, so join us on our Discord. And then, of course, we now have five days, five days of the Civ Show awesomeness um, beginning every Sunday at seven o'clock Eastern Standard Time here on Twitch. We have the actual Civ Show. This next week, we will have uh, the Inquisitive, Inquisitive Otter. Otter. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if, if, if he's if he's going to make a scenario for us or what the plan is for that, but um, I'm sure it'll be an interesting game either way. Uh, on Mondays, uh, normally, I don't know if we, we may still be in uh, Nystagmus is uh, a doctor, you know, in real life, and he's saving lives with vaccines right now. So he may be volunteering on Mondays to do that. But normally on Mondays, you can join us for afternoon tea at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Nystagmus. Uh, Raising Zozo does Good Morning Amenities 10 a.m. every Tuesday Eastern Standard Time. And then you can join Moy at night every Wednesday at 7 p.m. Crack a beer and crack some laughs because Moy is just so funny um at Didn't night only at night in that voice at all yeah it was no, there, uh, hey there was oh, yeah. there's there's some occasional moments moy when i tune into your show and i go hm, like i'll do it hey, out, like, that one those little, like, that's a really good laugh yeah. Yeah. just breathing yeah. out of your nose that's, a little bit that's harder me, like, that's all you need baby floor. i verbally <laughs> and then of course we wrap up our weeks with the civ podcast every thursday here at 10 30 eastern standard time so five days of civ fun and that's it that's all i got for you thanks peppermint brother for being on really appreciate it dude we'll hope to see you in your streams and we hope you the most success my pleasure in your future endeavors oh it always my pleasure yeah thanks again for having me on thanks for access for uh for everything you've done for forever and uh especially especially in the past year it's been awesome it's been, been a absolute joy in an otherwise uh in an otherwise not amazing circumstance for the past year so it's yeah we're gonna all meet together man mm -hmm. we'll all come Especially. together mm -hmm. all right when this is done well you live in toronto right so you know i and i'm in hamilton we're like practically down the I'm street i'm pointing at moy's house i could walk to moy's house in like half an hey, hour hey cat, he's cat got cat a telescope here. pointed at moy's window yeah. most whoa. of the time whoa <laughs> hey let me know i'll give you a show next time i'll see you guys on sunday with inquisitive <laughs> otter have a good one let's go read foils bye good night bye, everyone